three. There we go. Winnipeg in the morning for you. How's it going? Drop the Zoom H4n. I hope it still works. Cleaning up, cleaning out. How much time do you spend valuing your stuff? What if someone wanted to throw out your hard drives? What would you say? A little bit sore from yesterday's workout. Bubbly soda water. All the rage here in Canada. And setting up the global mixtape. WTF are you doing now, Steve? Folks, it is Tuesday, July 18th, 2023. I'm Stephen Sierski, typically an expat of Canada, living in China most times, but currently back in Canada, homelands, uh, the birthlands, I should say, uh, doing some visiting and uh, checking, uh, investigation, stock inventorying, inventorying of uh, the stuff I've left behind many, many, many years ago. And there was literally... A, uh, a layer of dust on this office chair that I had upstairs uh, in the uh, in the attic where I used to that's basically was my room my dad modified the uh, the third floor uh, of the house way way long ago and I used to share that with my young brother as well basically well he I can't remember exactly what age he moved down into it in his own room. But I basically took over the whole attic, uh, mainly because I had a drum kit or two drum kits. I had a bunch of drum kits, basically. And uh, things just came. It, it wasn't enough room for a, a drummer and a younger brother to sort of uh, share a, a living space, I guess you could say, or a, a place to sleep and stuff like that. So uh, eventually I did take over the uh, the third floor. Uh, and, um, after not being there for four years, I was actually, it was the first time I went up there uh, in a very long time. Uh, obviously four years, five years, it took an hour to get through the stuff that has accumulated on the stairs up to the attic. Um, because my mom just kind of put stuff there to get it out of the way. It's become like a, a storage area of sorts. Uh, and so getting through that stuff, uh, purging some of it, filing some of it, um, and then just sort of. Well, also collating a lot of it, like making sure that it's in order and stuff, because some of the stuff uh, was put there just to get out of the way, but it can't be thrown out just yet. There are some uh, like paperwork. And then also old um, like Ukrainian Catholic liturgy song sheets and stuff like that, that I don't know if, you know, you don't want to throw them out because they could be useful for someone. Um, now, I know fewer people are singing and fewer people are going to church in general, but... Uh, uh, it is one of these things where you kind of don't want to be throwing them out unless you absolutely have to sort of thing. Sorry, I'm adjusting this microphone. If you're getting the DJI feed, that will have a bump in it for sure. Um, but uh, anyway, the uh, process has been, well, it hasn't been tear-jerking. It has sort of been a trip down memory lane. I was actually impressed by how well-ordered it was. I kind of had this idea that uh, it had been run over, like somehow the, the elements had gotten inside or something, or it's like infested, but nothing. There was no signs of, no signs of life, basically. <laughs> Just a layer of dust. And this is the thing, I had to go up there with a dust mask on. Um, and uh, like it, it wouldn't be safe to go up there without a dust mask because the layer of dust that was on the, 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 de like the chair is indicative of what's on the shag carpeting that still covers the, the floor up there. And it, that shag carpeting was old when we got it. <laughs> so to to sort of 
put another four years of dust on there. Not exactly a place you want to be jumping around. It, it's, uh, yeah, the shag carpeting basically has to get gone. Uh, and even looking, there's a portion of it that uh, isn't covered in shag carpeting. And there was um, like a layer of dust there as well. I was just going, oh my goodness, this is, this is not a healthy place uh, to uh, be traipsing around, basically. <laughs> so, oh, goodness. Fun and games. Gets, uh, gets you thinking. Uh, I've actually I've mentioned this before, sort of. Well, one of the reasons I'm back in Winnipeg is to take stock of what's there, uh, and I know some of the stuff that's going to be sort of gotten rid of. Um, out of the list of, I have five things here: one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, so, well, six, but uh, yeah, okay. So I have six things that I want to get done in regards to this old stuff that's sort of been sitting around and I've gotten through number one, which was clean the stairs off. That was sort of the big one. The other one's going through mail that's accumulated over the years. I just got to make sure that the, a lot of those affairs are sort of uh, cleared up. Found out that I have a $300 credit on one of the credit cards. So the account is still open and it, I've put, I don't know how or when I put an extra $300 on it, but it's been sitting there. And so I have all these statements saying that I have a, a minus $300 credit on my non-interest paid oh goodness i don't recall getting an email about that one but boy you miss a payment oh they get cranky anyway uh so going through that um the other thing is that i'm gonna have to uh <clears throat> excuse me i'm gonna have to make a list of things like just in case i'm unreachable for some reason um for any number of reasons doesn't really matter why or how but uh if this happens, what will happen? Not so much a will, but just instructions, I guess. Uh, and this is something that I think a lot of expats maybe probably don't do. <laughs> um, maybe a lot of people just say, just throw it out. Um, and this kind of leads me into what one of this, one of the points, uh, one of the um, thoughts I had today. How much time do you spend value, valuing your stuff? There's There are people who uh, love to uh, dumpster dive, one, uh, number two, garage sale. And they're like, oh yeah, I found some great deals at a garage sale. The thing is like, you have to know what to look for. You have to know where to sell it. Uh, and you have to know um, sort of what it's worth. And is it worth your time? Like if you go find, like there's a box, there's a bag of old um, six inch LPs, like mini LPs, basically. We're, we're talking records, like vinyl records, six inch. There we go. One of them is the Rolling Stones. I have no idea how much it's worth. But to go look it up, and it's only, I think it's only one, There's and there's a bag of this stuff. Going, how much is this stuff even worth? Is it worth your time going through it? Right? And I'm I'm kind of wondering, like, could you just sell the whole bag for 10 bucks? And that's the thing. It's like, I would sell it for 10 bucks, then someone else who who's actually interested in um, record vinyls and stuff like that, uh, you know, maybe they would find something in there that they could sell for two three dollars a piece which means a bag of 50 vinyls for 10 bucks all of a sudden i just i just tripled my 100 percent, ten thousand percent my uh investment or whatever it is basically 10 bucks to 150 bucks sure worth the time but you have to be willing to go through that stuff right same with uh like i was thinking in terms of the books i accumulated over the years and I was starting to wonder, like, is it, was it necessary? Is it necessary 
to have things like a library. Like, do you need a personal library? And some people would, would say, oh yeah, libraries, great books are awesome, awesome, great. Um, because if, uh, you know, books are, books make you smart, uh, you know, only if you read them. <laughs> I've talked about, you know, if you, if you make the greatest song in the world, but you never publish it, is it still the greatest song in the world? Same thing goes for that drum kit that I've held on to for years. Um, like I, I've had offers to, to take it off my hands before and I go, it is a good drum kit. Oh, it's a good drum kit. I like to keep it, you know, just in case I come back to Winnipeg to set up this music studio could be the best kit in the world but if no one's playing it is it still the best kit in the world maybe maybe and this almost pains me to say it maybe it's time to shuffle it off to someone else for a fee i wouldn't let that one go for free no 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 uh or is it worth more to me as sort of having that memory that keepsake from so long ago right and so what's it worth is it worth the immediate payoff right now of selling it or is it worth more keeping it as sort of like a bedrock of sorts? I know it's very odd to uh, describe it that way, but would it be a bedrock in the sense that at least I still have that? So I, I know I can always come back to Winnipeg. I could always, you know, start up that music studio if I really want to do it. Not, not considering real estate and soundproofing and stuff like that, of course, which starting a studio isn't exactly, um, you know, the easiest thing in the world. You do need a place to do it, of course. I understand that. Uh, so all that being said, um, how much time do you spend valuing valuing your stuff? Do you sit down? Do you eBay all this stuff? Do you Kijiji it? Kijiji. Kijiji. That's, I'm not speaking Chinese here. Kijiji. Uh, or do you give it away? Do you auction it off? I was actually thinking of doing a live stream and then like either auctioning it off or giving it away like whoever sort of is watching during the day. Um, I'll even go drop it off or something like that. Uh, I don't know. I thought maybe, maybe there could be a fundraiser in this. And, you know, I almost kind of think, uh, well, should I do it for me for the money or could I do some sort of fundraising for some other reason? Right. And it'd be kind of fun. Again, I talked about this yesterday, giving your stuff a ceremony, the ceremony it deserves or that you deserve for that time and effort that you spent to accumulate that stuff and then to have other people unceremoniously just throw it away? No, 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 What about like, what if you made the ceremony all about like getting rid of your stuff? Would that be okay? And I kind of wonder, well, Steve, if you're in media production, if you are Mr. Livestreamer, not really. If you're Mr. Influencer, not a, not a chance. You'll, I guess it'd be like, if I, can I influence someone to pay me money or to donate to a cause and take the stuff off my hand and not just throw it out into the dumpster down the street, right? Like that, that's basically, can I influence you to do that? There, that's the influence, uh, the influencation, the influencer uh, business right there. Uh, in the morning, Winnipeg in the morning, got some peaceful sounds for you uh, today. I recorded this uh, uh, just down the block um, and uh, it's a one minute clip of what Winnipeg sounds like in the morning, at least in my area. So uh, there is a train station that's the CN rail yards aren't, very, they're like across Pemina Highway sort of thing. So they're not too far, but uh, they aren't running. So like even now, nothing. There's no like ka-chunk, ka-chunk, ka-chunk of train cars moving across tracks or uh, shifting position sort of thing. So not sure why. 
Um, but, uh, yeah, so it makes it very quiet. Uh, the burrs, the squirrels are out pretty early. This morning we had a cat fight, like a, an actual one. Two cats were angry at each other, I guess, this morning and arguing over the mice that are available in the neighborhood or something. And, uh, yeah, there are a few strays. I've seen a few strays in the, the neighborhood. Uh, so the, the two of them were uh, picking at each other this morning. Dropped the Zoom H4n. I hope this is coming in loud and clear because I've had this recorder. It's 2003. I've had this for nine years. Actually, it'll be 10 years in January. This is the recorder I purchased with the idea that I would go to West Africa and study uh, West African percussion, uh, djembe, um, and things like that 10 years ago. It never happened. Went to China instead, made a bunch of money. Okay, good. Wondering if maybe I can make that trip happen later on this year. Uh, but this recorder has been with me since then. And then last night, I thought I put it down safely. And I put it down because I have a little tripod sort of stuck. It's on a little tripod. But it makes it top. Or it's, it's not a secured tripod. Like it's a very flimsy sort of thing. And I put it down with the tripod facing up, thinking that that wouldn't roll off. And then as soon as I put it down, it tilted over. I should have put it, I, I know, I should have lined it down. I, I don't know why, what I was thinking. And it rolled off the table and thunk with a with a thud onto the ground and a, a piece chipped off. Like we're talking like a centimeter of plastic chipped out and now the casing is exposed. It's, it's opened uh, and it rattles a whole lot more than it used to. I've taken this thing around the world. I, I didn't start using it properly until I, until I started like started podcasting and stuff like that. Um, so for that, I mean, I was I held on to it for six years before I actually used it to consistently. Before that, I had used it to record other things here and there, uh, but uh, not not very much. So I hope it's sounding good. If it doesn't, maybe I'll have to get a new one. Or do I just rely on the DJI mics? I don't know. These, the I think the uh, H4n does sound a, whole, uh, a lot better than the DJI mics just in general. Uh, and I would not be adverse to getting another Zoom recorder because these these things have been fantastic. This thing has been fantastic and is a very well-known company. Uh, very good. So if you're ever looking, if you don't want to put the money into like a Sure SMB, whatever it is, S7B, SM7B, whatever it is that the uh, Joe Rogan uses, if you find a, a Zoom H6 or H8, any of those Zoom handy recorders. And we're talking like Zoom, the microphone company, not the uh, the meeting company, not the software company. Uh, they make excellent uh, microphones. They make excellent hardware uh, that you can use as little multi-track recorders. All right. Um, what if someone wanted to throw out your hard drives or your social media accounts? So this goes actually back to the, um, um, how, do you, how do you value your stuff? Uh, and again, because a lot of people are arguing or sort of saying like you could just throw this stuff out so here's a question for you if and this is also like a, I have digital assets too I don't just have stuff here in Winnipeg I have digital assets and digital accounts social media accounts I'm also going to talk about this global mixtape that I'm creating if someone it for all the for all the people who are saying for you to throw out your stuff well does this bring you happiness does that bring you happiness Let's put it this way. If someone took all of your hard drives or told you to throw out all your hard drives or just format them, get rid of them, um, or all your social media accounts, just close them down, get, get rid of them. 
I guess the easiest way to sort of test this here, let me factory reset your phone. How many of you people would jump at that chance, right? You're not going to, not going to happen. Same idea with stuff. Now, factory resets of smartphones is always sort of an idea that you can get it back. You could probably send it to someone and they could rebuild it. Oh, that'd be tough. That, that, that'd be tough. Probably not to tell you the truth. Uh, but there are forensic labs that specialize in data recovery uh, and things like that. So there's always sort of do you, maybe, maybe, maybe not. Unlike for like if you throw away your stuff or you smash your hard drives or you throw them out in the garbage, you throw out all those photos and memories. It's like throwing out your photo books, your uh, your taxes, your um, CD collection, your vinyl, your movie collection. Your, if you threw all of that out, would you would you be okay with that? Would you be able to do it? I don't think a lot of people could. It's just that a lot of these. Uh, how about this? What if we restricted your access to it? That if you had everything in the cloud, but you could only pick two or three things a day to access, what would you pick? And what about the rest of the stuff? Do you need to own anything anymore? I think a lot of things like the books, the music, it's kind of gotten to the point where I don't think you need to own it because you don't own it. You can't use it. Just because you buy a CD doesn't mean you get to use that music. You can play that CD and toss it around if you like and look at the little pictures great awesome whatever but you can't use that music for anything else like it's someone else's property even though you've paid them for it isn't that a bizarre concept nowadays why would you buy a cd when you know, even as a souvenir why, why would you do it when you can listen to stuff online uh you can stream it basically anytime it's, it's not like Okay, and if you can't stream it online, you can go do other things. For example, I think one of the harsh realizations I had uh, is when I was traveling through Cambodia and I was like, I need like 10 bucks. What good is a DVD collection or a CD collection in Canada if I need 10 bucks right now? Same thing with the cloud. If you, if you can't access your CD collection, you, you will find other things to do. You'll find other ways of doing things, basically. So, oh my goodness. What about your cable? Well, that was the other one. I, I was kind of getting onto cable TV as well. But uh, anyway, yeah, if someone asked you to cut your cable TV subscription, could you do it? What would you be left for? Uh, what would you be left with? I know a lot of people who still watch cable. Netflix. Heard a lot of talk about online digital subscriptions. Those same people don't have DVD collections anymore, but can they get rid of their Netflix or internet connections? Hmm. Good question. Touch sore today from yesterday's workout yeah i was doing the bench press i told you guys i got up to 150 pounds i uh, am feeling it today not so bad but certainly in muscle groups that i haven't lifted in a while legs seem fine but i think it was the bench uh so that it's the upper body basically whatever whatever i was using for uh that bench press certainly felt a little bit uh, stiff today was able to go for a bit of a walk this morning and did a bit of stretching um, but, uh, could probably need more hydration and yeah, well, hy hydration and rest, I guess it is bubbly soda water. This stuff is all the rage here in Canada. It's fantastic. How do they make it? So they claim it's zero calories, right? And I kind of suspect it's not, but again, with the, I was looking it up last night, apparently what they do, they do some fancy sort of 
squeeze out the vapor and they capture the oils from the uh, the fruits or whatever it is. So it's not actual fruit juice that they're using. They're using the oils and then that way they get the essence of the fruit or of the flavor that they're going for and they use that. And so even though it may technically have calories, like we're talking one calorie per 100 mils, since, or like a, one calorie per two or 300 mils, since they serve it per can, they can claim that it's like basically zero calories. So it might have like 0.95 calories or something like that. Uh, but since it measures in under whatever standard serving they kind of measure things by, they don't have to claim that it has, like it actually has calories. The only reason this would be an issue is if you're doing intermittent fasting, if you are looking not to consume calories after dinner, does flavored soda water interrupt that fasting process? That would be my question. I remember um, back in the years ago when I started drinking apple cider vinegar. Remember that? Remember that little phase? Not a fa I mean, I stopped doing it because I was just like, I'd just rather not eat anything. I'd rather not consume anything. Not only that, with apple cider vinegar, I found that one of the best ways for me to break um, the fast was actually to have a glass of milk. I could go back to vinegar uh, for a while um, just because milk does have a different reaction on the body compared to vinegar, obviously. <laughs> uh, and so does that have calories? And how many calories does that have? Does coffee have calories? And does that break your intermittent fast as well? Or is it such a small amount that it's negligible to say the least? Setting up global mixtape. So WTF is this. I've had this idea for years. I've had a Facebook page dedicated to it for years. Never really, I started doing stuff with it, but I was not really, I wasn't really clear with what I was doing. And then, then the podcasting started. And then I started doing these January and the December drumming and all these different music tracks, the jam sessions and stuff like that, basically rejuvenating my uh, musical output on like digital through digital means basically garage band and logic and stuff like that uh and body percussion and whatnot so now i'm thinking well that is the global mixtape that that's exactly basically the the idea that you can take anything and make a song out of it right you, that you can go anywhere in the world and there's music everywhere and there are sounds that are patterns and that you can create though you can organize any of those sounds into something that is listenable much as you would listen to i don't know the rolling stones or the Tea Party, for those of you who know, I Mother Earth here in Canada, uh, and like those bands or let's see, U two or Metallica. I'm not sure if it's the same as Metallica, but uh, different different quality. I understand. The idea being, if you are willing, if you have the idea, and any recording means of recording, you can create a track to listen to. And that's basically what the global mixtape is, is going around the world, recording stuff, whether it's sound clips of nature, whether it's uh, beatboxing or it's digital creations. That was the idea. So I now have a YouTube page set up for it. Uh, it's called the global mixtape. Uh, also a, uh, on Facebook, it's the global mixtape project, I think there, or the global mixtape as well. Um, next, do I put this onto Bandcamp or Patreon? I think uh, this would basically... I don't know if I'd feel comfortable charging for this stuff. Again, this is more like uh, busking, internet busking. That's what it would be. Uh, maybe if you want to use these in a uh, like a recording or something or a, uh, uh, what do you call it? 
film, the movie, for your videos, then we'd have to talk about uh, licensing. Maybe. We'll see. I, I've, yeah, this is new territory for me, so uh, uh, new old territory, I should say. I, I know it's possible. It's just whether or not I want to bother policing it, basically. That, that's, that's what it comes down to. All right, folks. I'm going to leave it there. Thanks very much for listening. I appreciate it. Show notes and tracks up on my website, stevensterski.com is where you'll find it. Uh, streaming on Spotify, Apple, Google, and uh, all the other good places. But uh, if you want to download the MP3 tracks, at least for the time being, because I may actually move these, go to my website, stevensterski.com, stevensterski.com, under the audio blog section, and that's where you're going to find it. That's it. We'll leave it there. Thanks again. Have a good one. Bye-bye.